Good evening, and welcome to the Super Happy Radio Hour. We are coming to you live via broadcast from the Magnetic 375 Theater in the Historic River Arts District of Asheville, North Carolina. I'm Rodney Smith, your host for the evening. Please welcome to the stage tonight's Super Happy Players, Adam Arthur, Jenny Bunn, Sarah Felmick, Perry Kimbrell-Gimsey, Chris Kingsley, Alan Law, Cody McWork, Darren Marshall, and Jill Summers. That's a great, a sexy group of folks there. Now, let us begin. It's the shooting of the video with the phone. I said hush. Oh, here comes the tour guide. Hello? People? Hello? <laughs> Eyes up here, up here. <clears throat> Everyone looking at me? Good. My name is Sarah Lynn McCutcheon, and I am your guide today for the super happy Haunted Underground Tour. And this here, this is my little buddy, Captain Jack. Rabbit. May I pet him? Oh, of course. Everyone will get a chance to pet Captain Jack here as he's going on the tour with us. Why, why are you bringing a rabbit on the tour? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he has a very special purpose, but I want to keep it a surprise. Everybody ready? Now, the tour is very scary and dangerous, so it is important that you follow my instructions to the letter. If you all do that, everyone should make it through the tour alive. Now, does everyone have their release forms? Did everyone get them notarized and signed by a legal authority absolving super happy tours of any liability in the unfortunate yet likely incident resulting in an injury, possession, or alien abduction? Um, um, we have our release form, but, um... We didn't get it signed by, um... Uh, a legal authority absolving super happy tours of any liability in the unfortunate yet likely incident resulting in an injury possession or alien abduction? Uh, uh, no, we, we didn't do that. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I'm afraid you can't go on the tour, then. You're serious? Oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> but yes, I am being serious. You can't go with us. You surely understand. Uh, of course, it's, it's just that. Oh, I know, I know. This is awfully inconvenient, but I'm afraid my hands are tied. Well, who do we see about a refund? Uh, a refund? <laughs> For the tickets. Oh, there's no refunds. Well, that's ridiculous. Well, that's our company policy. Well, th that's bull, if you ask me. We'd like to talk to whoever's in charge here. Yes, we'd like to see your supervisor. Oh, of course. Just go through that archway. Uh, uh, through here? Yes. Be careful. It sure is dark in here. Now, did everyone else get their forms signed? 
Uh, yeah, I got it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Good. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, then just give me the release form. Thank you. Uh, now, just a few questions, and we'll begin. First off, are there any Mormons with us today? Any Mormons? No. 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 no? no. Good. 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 Any Catholics? No. No. Oh. No. <laughs> good. How about Lutherans? Uh, my wife and I are Lutherans. <laughs> oh. Well, that's fine, I, I suppose. Um, just do us a favor and stay towards the back of the group. Go on back. It has nothing to do with your religious beliefs. <laughs> well, it does, a little bit. Um, some things we'll get close to have a thing for Lutherans. Now, any virgins? No. Anyone? No. <laughs> Come on. I can tell there's at least one virgin among no. you. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, how, how can you tell that? Oh. Just a little gift I have. So, who's the virgin? Uh, if I was a betting man, I'd say that that young fellow over there is one. <laughs> hey. hey! There is nothing to be embarrassed about. Saving yourself for your special day what? is nothing what? to be ashamed of. I'm not, I'm not ashamed, and I'm not a virgin. Yeah, a fleshlight doesn't count. Hey, leave me alone. What's that? It's perfectly fine to save yourself until you marry. I'm not saving myself. I just haven't found, you know... No, I don't. I was always very popular. <laughs> but you should know, there is a vampire on this tour, and she just loves virgins. Loves them. Is she dangerous? Oh, no, no, not at all. Well, well maybe a little, especially if you're a virgin. Maybe I should just skip the tour. Yeah, so you are a virgin. Stop saying that! I mean, you could cancel your tour, but remember, no refunds. Oh, right. You'll be fine. Uh, just keep in mind, when we reach that part of the tour, uh -huh. make sure you don't make direct eye contact with the vampire. Uh, okay, um, but I'm I'm serious. A... Don't. Just don't. All right, let me do a quick head count. Twelve people add in me, and you get 13. <laughs> now that's an unlucky number. Weird, right? All right, everybody ready? Let's go. And we're walking, and we're walking. This is so exciting. I wish you'd put the camera away, dear. And we're walking, and we're walking. Ah, this must be the supervisor's office. Uh, hello? Maybe he's on a coffee break. This isn't funny. Huh, the door's unlocked. Uh, hello? Is anybody here? Why did she send us here? There's no one. Honey, did you hear that? Uh, no, what was it? I don't know. It sounds like wet feet. <laughs> wet feet? <laughs> hey, wait, is there someone back there? Oh, I see him too. You, you there. We have a problem with this tour. Why isn't he talking? Oh, I don't know. Could you help us? We're uh, trying to get a...
Yeah, glad I could be of assistance. Next. Welcome to the afterlife. I'm here to facilitate your post-mortem transitory period. I read the pamphlet while I was in line for all those months. I understand that I am dead and this is the afterlife, but I have many questions. I'm sure you do. Mr. Fudoki, is it? Yes. It means unmoving wisdom. Uh-huh. Well, I'm here to answer any questions you have. Why must we wait so long before we learn our eternal fate? <laughs> this place is a big bureaucracy. Lots of red tape, paperwork, stamping, filing. It's kind of a mess. One would think this would be more organized. Yeah, you'd think so. Will, will you tell me what form I will take upon rebirth? Perhaps I will be another human, or maybe a sacred cow. <laughs> oh, no, you're not going back. No, no, everybody gets one crack at life. That is disappointing. I dedicated my entire life to reaching enlightenment. What am I supposed to do with myself now that I am dead? Well, there's, there's lots of things you could do. The mini golf courses here are pretty fun. Um, you don't get to choose your own ball color, but hey, this ain't exactly heaven, is it? I have never played miniature golf. Well, now you have the rest of eternity to give it a shot. Well, here's your list of available afterlife options. House, car, etc. I do not wish to have a vehicle. My legs are sufficient. Oh, no, no. You're going to want a car. The commute in the afterlife is pretty ridiculous. Heck, the closest Dollar General is like 10 miles away. That is quite far. Is there no public transportation? Well, there is, but uh, it's really kind of dirty and disorganized. The buses are hardly ever on time. Pretty, pretty much every bus has at least one human and God knows how many rats. <laughs> actually, actually, God really does know. Um, there's, a, there's a constantly updated chart in God's office on the number of rats per bus in the afterlife. So uh, you might want to go ahead and choose yourself a car. Very well, then. What determines which choices are available to me? Your actions in life affect the quality of your afterlife experience. As I explained before, I devoted my existence to peace, so I am sure I will have a positive afterlife experience. <laughs> Don't be so confident. See, it says here you're only classified as a D2 human. You could have done a lot better. Where did I go wrong? I never harmed a single living creature. Well, see, there's part of your problem. You should have been killing more creatures. You, you can't mean that God condones senseless killing. No, God condones sensible killing. In fact, he encourages it. Mosquitoes, you should absolutely have been killing them. Do you know how many people die from mosquito-borne illnesses? Your wait here might have been months shorter if you just dedicated your life to mosquito killing instead of whatever namaste thing you were doing out there. If I was unable to please God, perhaps there may have been some aspect of my life that made a positive difference in the world. Please, sir. Do not let me leave here thinking my life was wasted. <sighs> All right, let's see. Hmm. Oh, oh, here's something nice. Remember you, when you were in the third grade, kid in your class was struggling with math? Do you remember this guy? I believe I know what you're talking about. Is this when I allowed him to copy my test? I regret that action. <laughs> well, you totally shouldn't. He would have been held back a year if you hadn't helped him. And that close call taught him that he needed to study harder. So my greatest contribution was making a single person better in school. Well, not just any person. That kid eventually invented French fries that are still good after being refrigerated and microwaved. That is a monumental achievement. I will go fill out my paperwork now. Mm. Peace, my brother. Yeah, peace, buddy. Next! Welcome to the afterlife. I'm here to facilitate... What in the holy hot shit is going on here? Well... 
You've died. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Look, why does heaven have a waiting room, though? I died seven months ago, and ever since then, I've just been standing in line. This isn't heaven. This is the afterlife. What's the difference? Well, the word heaven implies a utopia or perfect world. This is just a place where all the dead people stay for eternity. We have a pamphlet that explains this. You should have read it while you were waiting. Yeah, reading's for Democrats. All right. <laughs> so is this, is this place just like the shithole I just got out of? Look, am I going to be living in a double wide for the rest of my time? Fuck that look, shit. Look, please, sir, just remain calm. I'll explain everything you failed to read in the pamphlet. <laughs> You'll be able to choose the various things that will make up your afterlife experience. Your house, car, pets, job, if you want one. Well, hot damn. I got to pick whatever I want? Yeah, oh, this is heaven. <laughs> no, no, no you, don't, you don't understand. I'm going to live in my old granny's house. I always thought that place was real nice. Please, please, sir. Yeah, I granny's was... dog Roscoe was a real ornery son of a bitch, but he didn't have to live there, do he? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't get to choose whatever you want. You've been classified as a C3 human. Here's the paperwork you'll need to fill out, and inside you'll find the specific options available to you. Oh, oh. all right then. Now, I got a problem with some of this right here. It says the best car I can get is a four-year-old Pinto. That, how, come, how come all my choices are donkey crap? What kind of heaven you jokers running here? This, this isn't heaven. The, the, the quality of your afterlife experience is determined by the choices you made while you were alive. Well, fuck my fuck. Look, I went to church every goddamn Sunday. I was bored as a Jew on Christmas, but I went. Well, that, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why not? Ah, oh, shit. Is God not real? No, he's... God is real. He, he just doesn't care how much time anybody spends worshiping him. Oh. Wish I'd have known that earlier. <laughs> Wouldn't have gone to all those potlucks at the church. Lisa Higgins, huh, she was annoying. Her tater salad was better than hell, but she talked your damn ear off. I'm sure. But hey, I was pretty nice my whole life. Never pissed on nobody or nothing. That's got to count for something, right? <laughs> no, no, that, that doesn't really matter too much. I mean... If you had urinated on somebody, that would count against you, but you, you don't get rewarded for not doing it. Not, not peeing on people is really just common courtesy. Well, well, if I don't get any points for going to church or not pissing on people, what the hell counts in this place? Well, let's, let's take a look at your records here and see what got you classified as a C3 human. Um, oh, this is good. Tobacco. I farmed tobacco my whole life. Does God like to smoke? No, no, no. God doesn't smoke. God, God just finds joy in the working of the land, for, for tobacco specifically. Humans working the land that he is. God doesn't farm or anything. I mean, God farming. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, your input in the tobacco industry has a lot to do with your stake in the afterlife. Uh, we have one lady who spent 40 years lobbying for tobacco farmers in North Carolina. She drives a Bucati now. I smoked my whole life, too. That must be a plus. No, no. God doesn't condone smoking. Your body is a temple, after all. Whoa, whoa, whoa. God loves tobacco, but hates smoking. That doesn't make any sense. Well, Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> well, I should be way higher up. I farmed enough tobacco to earn at least an above-ground pool. Hell, I probably farmed enough to get me a jacuzzi. Uh, oh, 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 I see what happened. <laughs> we get this one a lot. While the farming was a plus... It turns out you were a strong supporter of country music. Yeah. God hates country music. <laughs> what? what? Most of country music is about God. 
God doesn't really care with, if it's about him or, or anything like that. God, God cares about the quality of the music, the raw motion evoked by the strong melodies, the skillful instrumentals accompanied by pitch-perfect vocal harmonies. Well, what kind of music does he like then? Polka. <laughs> God loves polka. If you can play the accordion, you're almost guaranteed a good spot here. This is some old bullshit right here. Look, I ain't filling out this paperwork. Says my house is going to be in the middle of nowhere. How am I supposed to walk to Dollar General barefoot when the closest one is 10 miles away? Look, if you have any complaints, you may file a formal appeal. Here's, here's a uh, I-250 appeal form. Looks like you got my last one. <laughs> hmm. You may fill these out in the waiting room, then return to the end of the line when you're done. Heaven blows. Yeah, this isn't heaven. Next! Is this some kind of super long dream or something? No, Miss West. You're dead. Please, call me Casey. What is this place? Wait. Don't tell me this is heaven no, because... No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's just the afterlife. I swear, like, one out of every three people reads the pamphlet. <laughs> well, I guess I was at least partly correct. You see... I'm an atheist. <laughs> what are you laughing about? This is Casey West, the atheist. <laughs> it's kind of kind of rhymes. Huh. I guess it does. <laughs> anyway, I was so sure that once I died, my consciousness would be erased from existence. Oh, well, sorry to disappoint. No, I'm not disappointed that I get to live forever. I just hate being wrong. Oh, well, buckle up for this next sentence here, honey. God is real. Bullshit. I can accept that there's an afterlife, but I refuse to accept the existence of any sort of deity. Well, God exists, and he loves you. Until I meet God, I will not accept that he is real. Well, God doesn't meet humans. Uh, if you met one, then all the others would want to meet him too. <laughs> Who's got the time for that? Certainly not God. Believing in something without proof is illogical. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep moving this forward here. Um, huh. You've been classified as an A1 human. Well, that's, that really is something special. You basically get to do whatever you want in the afterlife. Any house you want, any amenities you desire, it'll be provided for you immediately. How is this possible? I spent so much time educating people as to the lack of evidence of God. I ran a secular summer camp for Christ's sake. <laughs> now, from our point of view, you dedicated your life to the Lord's work. I don't understand. Oh, well, take El Paso Mexican Restaurant, for example. I ate at El Paso every Wednesday evening. Yeah, I know. El Paso was the closest thing to a holy temple humans ever came up with. <laughs> God pays more attention to that building than any other location on Earth. Your weekly attendance there was basically you keeping the Sabbath holy. No! God isn't real! Also, also, uh, believe it or not, you watched I Heart Huckabees more than any other person on Earth. <laughs> It was my favorite movie. I know, God's too. You would not believe the lengths he went to to ensure that film got made. <laughs> the fact that you supported so much proves that you appreciate what God has really done for humanity. No, 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 I don't support it because I refuse to believe it. Well, believe whatever you want, lady. You have the best seat in the house and God loves you with all his heart. No, no, this isn't, this isn't fair. I demand proof. Well... If you have a complaint, you can fill out an I-250 appeal form. Uh, let me grab one of these here. Oh, oh, looks like I'm out. Uh, uh, just a sec. Hey, Jim? Yeah? Uh, do you have any of the uh, I-250 appeal forms? What? The, uh, the I-250 appeal forms. 
Run about him! <laughs> Jeez, hold on, I'll be right back. Look, it's, this girl well, right here. Well, you need to no, she's, she's, yeah, you, need, I mean, you, gotta, you know. <laughs> this, yeah. Okay. Hey, by the way, you know uh, what I said? Huh? Yeah, you're such a card. Okay. So here's your paperwork to appeal, but honestly, you have nothing to complain about. Have a nice afterlife. Next. Yeah. Miss Kardashian, we've been waiting for you. Let me just pull up your info and, oh my God, this is incredible. You're in for one hell of an afterlife. <laughs> Next up on WSHR, Sunday Scripture Studies with Reverend Orton Pilchuck. Good evening, and welcome to Sunday Scripture Services. I'm your host, the Reverend Orson Pilchuck, and tonight we have a special guest with us, Christian pop music sensation Tyson Glass. Tyson... Welcome to the show. It is great to be here. Now, Mr. Glass, you have recently achieved something rather amazing. Mm -hmm. Crossover success. Yeah, my latest album, Tyson Glass, Half Full, has reached the <laughs> top ten of Billboard's pop charts. <laughs> now that is something. Tell me and the listeners at home, mm -hmm. how do you attribute this unexpected success? Oh, well, it's simple, actually. I began to worship Satan. <laughs> I'm sure you're kidding due to the time Oh, no, I'm not uh, Regardless, the harmonies on your new record are quite captivating Oh, thank you How did you come to such a beautiful <clears throat> arrangement? Well, I attend frequent truck stops during my downtime And have taken to kidnapping and killing uh, desperate waitresses So I can collect their souls to use as my undead backup singers <laughs> For reals? <laughs> True story. This has been Sunday Scripture Studies. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed the scintillating conversation with Tyson Glass. With Satan on my side, I'll live forever! <laughs> <laughs> Please stay tuned for your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> And we're walking, and we're walking. Ooh. Okay, and stop. <laughs> let's do a quick head count, shall we? Okay, let's go around. Let's see. Ba -ba 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 -ba. And we have 10 people plus me. That's 11. Perfect. Uh, 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 excuse me. Yes. Uh, shouldn't we, uh, you know, do something about that couple? What couple? And those two nice kids from Albuquerque. Oh, you mean the Schlotterbecks. Yes. They could still be alive. You're right, they could be, but <laughs> odds are they're... <laughs> I know it's hard to watch someone dragged off by giant worms, but... I did say not to get too close to the underground lake. <laughs> Sh shouldn't you call the police? Oh, the police don't like to come down here. It's sort of out of their area of expertise. Well, I get that, yeah. Now, as I was saying, 
Here is the lair of the horrific blood beasts. Is it in the giant cage? Yes. Behold the infernal terrors that lie within. I don't, uh, I don't see anything particularly scary. Oh, trust me, inside there is the devil's work. Jerry? Jerry? Jerry, come up to the bars and say hello. Hello. <gasps> oh. <laughs> While Jerry looks to be nothing more than a lonely failure of a man. I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a pretty successful accountant. <laughs> <laughs> the sad truth is that he has been cursed by the mark of the wolf. Yeah, I, uh, I went backpacking in Romania during college. <laughs> Funny story. And now, when the moon is full, he becomes a snarling beast that knows no mercy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until I got this cage, I, I killed dozens, maybe, maybe hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> and tonight is the full moon when his inner beast is released. Yeah, yeah. But, but again, there's nothing to worry about as, as long as I'm in my reasonably comfortable and not at all demeaning cage. <laughs> you would have us believe that this person transforms into some sort of beast. Yes. I could take this guy down with one arm tied behind my back. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good idea. Can I go in the cage? Can I? Oh, I'd like to get a picture with the vicious beast. Henry, no. Relax, dear. It'll be fine. Seriously, this is a really bad idea. Moon, moon rises in like a few minutes, so... Oh, uh, let's see. According to the Almanac app on my phone, we've got plenty of time before moonrise. <laughs> you, 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 can't, you can't seriously be considering this. Ready, Mr. Abernathy? Stand back, darling. I'm going in. Jerry, get to the back of the cage. This won't end well. All right. Cage is open. Step inside. Here goes. And let me close you back up. Whoa, hey, hey. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Abernathy. We have to keep the cage locked for insurance purposes. <laughs> All right there. Now... You two, strike a pose. Gosh, is, it, is it warm in here? Hey, how about I put my arm around him? Perfect. Camera's at the ready. Skin is kind of itchy. Jerry seems to be sweating a good deal. Burning up, actually. Um, Sarah Lynn, his skin is really warm. Oh, Hot, even. Oh, dear. Could, could I be let out of the cage now? Uh, oh, these the cloths, they, they restrict me. All right, Jerry is taking off his clothing. Seriously, uh, open the door to this cage. Almanac app said we had time. Oh, oh, whoops. Whoops? What whoops? The location is wrong. The app was giving me the time for Moonrise and Cupertino, of all places. Is that an iPhone? Yes, sir. Oh, figures. The wrong look. What does that have to do with opening this door? Let me call my supervisor. What? Uh, Mr. Abernathy, once the change starts, I'm not supposed to open the cage. For the love of God, woman, open this door. Uh, give me a second. Hello? Dan? Hi, this is Sarah Lynn. How are you? Oh, great. No, nothing's wrong. Nothing's, nothing's wrong? wrong? I'm feeling the bloodlust over oh, here. Well, nothing's most seriously wrong. It's just that, well, we have a guest in the cage with Jerry. Right. And Jerry, correct. Jerry's starting to turn. Sarah, the flesh. What? Can we, can I open... Oh, okay. So what should I do for... Okay. Thanks. Bye. What do you say? Oh, I'm so sorry, but I can't open the door. We can't? No. <laughs> Our insurance doesn't allow it, but we are going to refund you the price of your ticket, which absolutely never happens. You're going to refund our tickets? Yours, not your wife's, since she's still on the tour. <laughs> oh. Uh, if I may, 
I specialize in inheritance law. Um, uh, law. Miss Abernathy, here's, here, here's my card, and I'm truly sorry about this incident. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> honey, honey. Well, well, it's not exactly his fault. You went into the cage. I really appreciate you understanding that. You're welcome. Uh, I'll give you a discount should you need my, my services, which, which, which you will. Um, uh, a state law is a little weird when it comes to death. That's this unusual. So this is going to be rather gruesome. Yeah. So let's move on, shall we? Dearie, you heard her. We have to move on. All right, tour group. I assure you, none of you want to see Mr. Abernathy's face. So follow me. Follow me. We're walking, and we're walking. Okay. Now come here, you little scamp. Stay away from me. Stop, stop it. Stop pumping my leg. Uh, sorry, I'm feeling a little frisky there. Oh, anyway, it's feeding time. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, look. Oh, God. It's tearing my intestines out. Oh, I can see Jesus. Oh, God. Next up on WHSR, Sunday Scripture with Reverend Orson Pilchuck. Good evening and welcome to Sunday Scripture Services. I'm your host, the Reverend Orson Pilchuck, and tonight we have a special guest with us, a former professor of mine who's known as one of the premier theologians, Miss Janelle Turpentine, has studied the scripture since before I was born. Welcome to the show. It's so great to be here. I understand you have been formulating a new concept of how we should study the scripture. That's true. I have been devising a new way to interpret the Bible. So, <laughs> how should we? We shouldn't. <laughs> we, we, we shouldn't what? Study the scripture. Well, that's, uh, that's, um... It's uh, all lies, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry? Yeah, the Bible's just 66 books of utter malarkey. <laughs> This has been Sunday Scripture Studies. We hope you've enjoyed this scintillating conversation with Janelle Turpentine. Except for Leviticus. That's 19,000 hard truth bombs. <laughs> Please stay tuned for this message from our sponsors. Reverend, you're wearing mixed fibers. That's a sin. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Angie. Angie, I, I can barely hear you. Could you, could you turn the music down? Turn the music down! What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I should not have yelled. You're right. Angie, I told you. I, I'm sorry. I, I am. Right. Right. Angela. Your name is Angela. Please don't tell your mother. Okay. Anyway, I'm looking for Ricky. Ricky, your brother... I know you're not his keeper. It's just that it's just that he was supposed to meet me here at the Halloween store. Because it's my weekend to have him. Of course he's okay with it. Anyway, he's late. 
Did your mother come by and get him? You think she did. Can you think a bit harder and then maybe be sure? Okay, that's as good as it gets, huh? Fine, bye. Where is that boy? Marty? Marty, is that you? Gary. Oh, good, good, good to see you. Oh, what brings you to the Halloween store? My son. We're looking for a costume. Oh, how is little Ricky? Still as weird as ever? What? He's not... Now, didn't he go as, what, uh, My Little Pony last year? <laughs> he has made some uh, unusual choices, but he's all right. Where is that little scamp? I'm not sure. His mother was supposed to drop him off here at the tent. Hmm. How's the separation going? Fine. Just fine. In fact, I think I enjoy living on my own. Hello, Father. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you are mistaken, Father, but I take that as a compliment. Son, you scared me. I am known for my stealthy glaze. It strikes fear into the hearts of evildoers. <laughs> evildoers, huh? Uh, sure you can stare down any scary dude, huh? Right, Marty? And you are... Right. Um, Ricky, this is Mr. Claybo, one of your dad's friends. Oh, who's this Mr. Claybo? My name's Gary. <laughs> Good to see you again, Ricky. It's been a while. <laughs> Pleasure to make your acquaintance, Mr. Claybo. Oh, please, call me Gary. I would rather not. <laughs> so, Ricky, uh, how's your mother? It She's great. I have never seen her happier than she was after you left. <laughs> oh, sick burn. <laughs> Rather an honest assessment of the situation. Gary. <laughs> Gary, hush. Ricky, let's not talk about your mother anymore. We're here to get you a costume. Uh, Father, I've been meaning to tell you... I don't want a costume. You don't want a costume? But it's Halloween! I wasn't planning on celebrating Halloween. What? Oh, that's ridiculous. Every child wants to celebrate Halloween. I am not a child anymore. I am becoming a man. I beg to differ. Gary, look, Ricky, don't you want all that free candy? I find the candy to be not worth the risk. What risk? I heard the radio say parents should watch out for candy to be spiked with drugs or needles or razor blades. Oh, oh, that's, just, that's just urban myths. All right? No one puts razor blades in apples. Yes, they have. According to Snopes.com, there have been 10 documented cases since 1965. Really? 10, ten cases? Still, the authorities put out those warnings for parents so they can ins inspect the candy afterwards. Mm -hmm. Well, with all due respect, Father, you may not be the best inspector with your current situation. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> you're a parent... Anxiety about how old you've become, the, the threats of downsizing your new job, the fact that you can't afford the needed maintenance on your car. <laughs> All this adds up to a distracted mind that would fail to discern which apple was safe and which was loaded with rusty razor blades designed to disfigure my face and then lead to an infection resulting in lockjaw. <laughs> Wordy, little guy. 
Son, I think you're exaggerating the issue. I was remind you that extremism in the defense of safety is no vice. And moderation in your pursuit of candy is no virtue. Hmm. Not to mention uh, your inability to perform as the alpha male in your own family. Gary. What? I am the alpha male of my family. Uh, not from where I'm standing. <laughs> G Never mind. Ricky, we are here to get you a costume, and we are going to do that. Now, let's take a look. Wow, the store is pretty picked over. It's right before Halloween. Well, we'll find you something. But, Father, I really would prefer not to go out on Halloween. Every kid your age would love to go. You may think that, but Halloween is a dark and full of terrors. Really? Such as what? Last year, Barrett Ogle stole my bag of candy. He did? All of it? No. He left me the candy corn. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's too bad. I like candy corn. Uh, you would. In fact, <clears throat> why don't we skip the festivities tomorrow night and use the costume money to acquire a bundle of delicious treats. No, we are going trick-or-treating. And I am going with you so no one will steal your candy. Father, you acting as my chaperone will only further erode my social standings among my peers. Yeah, I gotta go with your weirdo son on this one. Look, I'll, I'll go in costume. It'll be fun. In fact, we could go as a theme. Look, here's a matching set of suits like the Blues Brothers. You want to go with me as the Blues Brothers? I would rather not go as a tribute to the heliocentric lifestyle of John Belushi. Huh. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Hush. Ricky, what do you mean? If I were to go as a person who epitomizes the decadence of elegance, I would prefer to go as Marie Antoinette. Marie who? Antoinette, of the French Revolution. Upon learning of the starving poor who had no bread to eat, she said, let them eat cake. She did. Well, how do you know that? Him. He's the human equivalent of Wikipedia. Oh. Father, I said supposedly called for them to eat cake. The quote is apocryphal at best. <laughs> Either way, I don't see any Marie Antoinette costumes available. Perhaps I should go... As John Snow. John who? John Snow. He of the fantastic fantasy epic Game of Thrones. <laughs> you watch that show? It's one of my favorites. Hmm. Does your mother know you watch that show? <laughs> she does. In fact, we watch it together. She covers his eyes during the dirty parts. Uh, I wish he wouldn't. I do not think of myself as a child anymore. <laughs> Well, that's something. So, may I go as John Snow? Well, let's see if they have the costume. I see it over there. All right, uh, let me see. S son, this isn't John Snow. It says so on the package. Yeah, I, I know, but it's, 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 a, it's a variant. It's, it's, it's the female version. Seems appropriate. Gary, stop it. <laughs> okay, what? Anyway, Ricky, it's really not for you. It's uh, rather revealing. Well... I do have rather supple hips. Perhaps it'll still work. No, no, you don't understand, son. This is the sexy Jon Snow version. It, 
It's made for women. But see, the costume would expose my midsection, revealing my sculpted abs. Your... Your sculpted abs? Yes, Father. I've been working on my six-pack. Whatever. Whatever. Look, I am not buying you this costume. It would be weird even for you. Go look for something else. Okay. Be back in a minute. Look, look. He's just a bit something. He's a little bit something for sure. Just stop it. It's chill. Dude, I'm... I'm sure he's just in a phase or something. What do you mean, a phase? Shh, he's coming. Here he comes. Father? Oh, Father! I have seen the costume of my dreams. Ah, what sort of costume do you have here? Let me guess. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mr. Claybo, this character is a powerful knight. Oh, really? Well, that's a better choice for sure. What's his name? It's her name. Brianna of Tarsus. So it's a princess costume. Gary, look, son, that seems an odd choice. Yo, don't you want to be a hero? Monsieur Claypo, she is a hero. She is a mighty warrior. She even defeated Sandar Clegane, also known as the Hound. I don't know. Besides, the traditional binary gender roles of your past have recently become far more fluid. From what I remember, she defeated the hound by yelling a lot. Her drenching is her form of psychological torture. Uh, you're a form of psychological torture. I beg your pardon? Never mind. Is that the costume you want? More than life itself. <laughs> Will you go trick-or-treating with me? I want to hell him back dresses he. A simple yes or no would do. Can I declare? Yes. <laughs> Fine. Here, go pay for it. Here's the money. Okay. Quite a boy you got there. What do you mean? Well, he's pretty fucking weird, that's for sure. He's my son. Oh, more like your daughter. Just keep your opinion to yourself. What? Okay, you know, maybe not your daughter. He's, whatever, he's uh, fluid. Gender is based on the direction of the wind. <laughs> Look, you sanctimonious little prick. What? Ricky is my son. Get it? My son. He may be a little weird, and I don't understand him half the time, but that does not give you the right to say shit about him. Hey, understand? Hey, hey, don't get all defensive. You have <laughs> yet to see me defensive. He and I are going to go trick-or-treating tomorrow night, and I hope to hell that we are going to have fun. And even if we don't, we will at least have the memory to look back on when he's grown to have a good laugh about. Even if it all goes to shit, and it very well may, I am still looking forward to it with more joy than you, a childless failure with a toxic attitude and outdated goatee, could ever understand. I'm sorry. I do not give a fuck if you're sorry. Do not insult another person's child. I love my son. Fluid gender and all, with all my heart, he is the fucking apple of my eye, even if he is the weirdest apple I have ever seen. And no one gets to question him or the choices he makes. Understand? Yes. Now get. Where did Gary go? It doesn't matter. Ready? I sure am. Let's go. Uh, Dad? Yeah. Gary seems to be a bit of a, what's the word? A douche. Yes, he is. I thought so.
walking. And we're walking. And now we stop. Good. <laughs> Let's take a quick head count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, there's eight. Plus me, that's nine. Perfect. Now, here we are uh, Excuse at me, excuse me. Uh, yes, Mr. Henderson, what now? Well, it's just that we're missing a few more people. Yes, I noticed, but <laughs> nothing to be done. Now, here we are at the Wait, wait, wait. You, you noticed? Yes. So, what happened to them? Remember the pit of eternal sand? Yes. Where I expressly warned the tour not to touch. Yes, yes, get on with it. Well, a small breeze came down the tunnel and disturbed some of the sand, landing on Mrs. Abernathy and the... Oh, um, what's his name? The one with the comb over? He had a girl's name? You mean Ashley? Yes, that's him. Well, he and Mrs. Abernathy are... Are what? Well, I'm not sure that... They definitely don't exist in this dimension anymore. Those poor souls. I cannot express this enough. <laughs> Follow directions. <laughs> now, <laughs> here we are at the tomb of the seductress vampire, cordoned off from humanity. It's just an empty door. The vampire is inside, probably finishing your makeup. What's, what's all that powder along the threshold? Good question, Will. That's salt. Uh, uh, salt? Yes, August. Salt. And the salt does what exactly? It forms a protective barrier, keeping the vampire at bay. And how does it do that? Silly goose. Vampires cannot cross an unbroken line of salt. It's true. <laughs> and the salt, is it like special or magical? No. Is it <laughs> not at all, no. It is just regular old table salt. Morton's, I think. Oh, this is stupid. Well, you may very well believe so, but mark my words. <laughs> the vampire cannot cross the barrier unless it is broken. What does it take to break the barrier? I don't know, like a broom or something? <laughs> oh, that's reassuring. <laughs> Look, this is real life. This ain't no premium cable fantasy show. Ooh, there, there's something moving in the back. Oh, that'll be her. Are you still filming, Martha? Oh, you know it. <laughs> oh, Wentworth, I'm scared. Now remember, she cannot hurt you as long as you stay on this side of the salt. Will, hmm? don't forget, as a virgin, uh, you shouldn't make prolonged eye contact. I know, you've told me like a hundred times, and I'm not a virgin. You're not fooling anybody. Quiet! <gasps> <laughs> The vampire approaches. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Hi. As you can see, she is a very beautiful woman, but looks can be deceiving. She's stunning. Very much so. Uh, Will, huh? eye contact. Uh, right, sorry. Does she have a name? I am Theodosia Scadamore Stanhope, Countess of Wessex. Wow. Countess. <laughs> that 
that's what she'd like you to believe, but her real name is Ruthie, and she's from Wichita. Thanks for keeping up the mystery, Sarah Lynn. <laughs> I think you being a real vampire is more than enough mystery. If she's kept in there, how does she feed? Simple. Here, remember my little rabbit buddy, Captain Jack? Say hi, Captain Jack. <laughs> well, I told you Captain Jack had a special purpose, and he does, doesn't you? <laughs> doesn't you have a special purpose? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. What's witches? Here you go, Ruthie. Catch. Aha. Wait, what is she going to do with the... Oh, I'm going to be sick. Yeah. It's not a pretty uh-huh. sight. Oh. I will say this, though. Vampire bunnies are just the cutest. She sure is a sloppy eater. It's not my fault. I'm starving. I need more food. You do just fine. She looks so sad. You understand, don't you, Will? I do. Will! Eye contact! Don't make it! She needs me. Yes, I do. Come to me. Will, stop. Do not go forward. Come to me. Yes, mistress. Good boy. Come to your queen. Will, stop! Stop! That's the line of salt! As long as you don't cross it. Okay, okay. He crossed the line of salt. People, the umbrella is up in the air, and we're walking, we're walking, eyes straight ahead. Do not look at what is happening. I told you he was a virgin. (laughs) Oh, oh, God, it hurts just far more, far more than I imagined. Well, Martha, did you get all that on Facebook Live? Hush, and yes. I, I did. Look, over a dozen people like my video. Enough. And we're walking, we're walking. Next up on WSHR, Sunday Scripture Studies with Reverend Orson Pilchuck. Good evening, and welcome to Sunday Scripture Services. I'm your host, the Reverend Orson Pilchuck, and tonight we have a special guest with us. Gordon Twitchell has written a book of Christian poetry, which has surprisingly made it onto the New York Times bestselling list. Gordon, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Now, Mr. Twitchell, one thing before we continue. Yes? Do you owe your success to Satan or some devil in general? Well, I... But, but perhaps it's because you don't believe in the Bible, you think it's full of lies? I'm not sure what's it, happening. It, it's just that lately people, good people, have been doing things that have truly concerned me. I mean, for God's sakes, all my evangelical friends voted for Trump, and I don't understand why. And, and people keep showing themselves like less than savory. I... I... If you just give me a moment. I mean, for fuck's sake, I'm a good man. I have lived by the word my entire life, but I've been stretched to the end because I'm trying to find goodness in this world, and people keep coming to me with their sinful lies, and they don't supposed to have sinful lies. I mean, for fuck's sake, 
I have too. I, it's, it's okay. You see, there's been a pattern in, in that I meet with someone on this very show. They have been vetted by my producers, and they turn out to be not devout, but unholy. I mean, seriously unholy. So are you? Are you unholy? I have to know. No. No, I am not, as you say, unholy. (laughs) It's such a relief. your book of poetry. What inspired you to write these volumes? It all began when the angel came to me while I was eating at Applebee's. (laughs) An angel? And the angel told me I was the Messiah, reincarnated. (laughs) The Messiah? Yes. Oh, and the angel split my order of chicken wings. (laughs) This has been Sunday Scripture Studies. We hope you've enjoyed this scintillating conversation with Gordon Twitchell. The angel claimed that Morgan Freeman was the Antichrist, so I must kill him with cold steel. Please stay tuned for this message from our sponsors. Yes, cold steel dipped in the blood of the innocent. That's enough now. I'm coming for you, Morgan Freeman. You better watch your back. I swear I'm coming right now. Please be quiet. We'll see you next time. Welcome to the Civilized Guide to the Survival of the Apocalypse, formerly at home with the Beaumonts. <coughs> Pardon. And now please warmly welcome your hosts, the Commodore and Lady Dana Beaumont. Darling, have you seen my ivory cufflink? I believe you wore them last Saturday. Oh, then they'd be in the panic room? Uh, yes, my dear. <laughs> ah, yes, here they are, here they are. <laughs> Good evening, dear listeners. Please forgive the Commodore. We're getting ready for the first fete of the season, and of course, we want to look our best. For example, I am wearing my gray Chanel with my Tiffany brooch, the starburst, not the butterfly. I'd rather wear the butterfly, if only because of the delightful mood I find myself in this evening, but sadly, it doesn't show well against my Kevlar vest. Good evening, darling. (laughs) Is everything prepared for the arrival of our guests? Oh, indeed, my pet. I have a 66 Chateau Lafitte from the cellar breathing Uh, in the kitchen. Our butler, Foley, has put the centerpieces on the table, and the landmines by the back door have been activated. Oh, dear. What is it, darling? Did we make sure the invite stated to come through either the front door or the sewer grate? Yes, my pet. Well, <laughs> that would have been a faux pas. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Could you imagine the shock if Rigel or Lord Hempstead received a cubic foot of ball bearings to his block and tackle upon entry? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And the dinner is even served. Oh, quite right, quite right. <laughs> well then, my dear, if everything is in order, perhaps you should tell our listeners what is on the menu for this evening. Oh, of course. 
And now would be a fine time for all the ladies of the house to fetch their pencils and an index card, as I'll be happy to share our cook's recipe. Wonderful. And I shall go feed the helm out. Oh, please don't go near the edge this time. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Back in a tick. <laughs> now, ladies, you will note that the feast, as we are still calling it, will only consist of three courses this evening. You must... Heed the local rationing laws that are in effect, and we are certainly doing our part. So we'll only be serving a soup course, a main, and, of course, dessert. <laughs> For the soup, we are having a wheat broth, as Wheat has mutated into an invasive species in our area. We have it in abundance. <laughs> the recipe is simple, which is quite a boon, as since I'm not as skilled in the kitchen as Janelle was. <sighs> Bring a pot of water to the boil. <laughs> Throw in the wheat. Turn off the propane, let steep for about 10 minutes, and voila! <laughs> Two very important things to remember. One, make sure you strain out all the wheat before serving. Parasites might be dormant due to the boiling, but they'll cling to that wheat like a new bride at the Tiffany's diamond counter. <laughs> and they are sure to awaken once back at body temperature. <laughs> And two, when filling the pot, be sure to double-check your water supply. Remember this simple device. If the dial glows green, the water's still clean. If it glows red, you will be dead. <laughs> then again, if you need a mnemonic to remember if green is bad or good, you've probably already suffered severe damage to your frontal lobes due to radiation. <laughs> right. <laughs> Careful, darling. Not to worry, dear. This tentacle. Oh. Now for the main course, we have some lovely filet de taillon. Now, you may think that serving horsefly at a formal gathering is gauche, but Foley cuts the meat off the thorax before presentation. <laughs> We have found this very down-home sort of meal plays so well with our guests, especially those suffering from early malnutrition. One must be sure to cut from the thorax only, and a simple salt and pepper rub is enough to bring out the natural fly flavor. Mains will be served with sides of asparagus and binders glue. For afters, and you all know what a sweet tooth I have, <laughs> we have sugar! <laughs> it's a bit syrupy, and one does have to pick out the shards of metal. But it's actual sugar. We haven't had actual sugar in months, so this will be much better than the tallow and honey we had last year, and will be sure to impress our guests. <sighs> Oh, my, the hellmouth was very cross tonight. Oh, good timing, my pet. I've just finished telling all my kitchen secrets. Well, I'm glad I wasn't here to listen. I would have been tempted to head to the kitchen before anyone even arrives. Oh, oh, you, don't you dare! <laughs> uh, well, we still have a few minutes before even the early birds arrive. Uh, perhaps I can let people know the weather. Yes, darling, your warnings are so helpful. Thank you, my dear. <laughs> 
One should definitely keep the pets indoors this evening. The rings today have a pH level of two, which is strong enough to eat through most plastics. Tell the little ones to wear Mark IV protective headgear if they're in a room without a window. There is a 50% chance of fire tornadoes throughout the valleys, so look out for those. And as always, remember that zombie hordes tend to travel west to east with the wind. So keep a sharp eye over your shoulder if you're heading to Safety Zone Epsilon. Mm. Thank you, darling. Always looking out for others. <laughs> That's why I love you so, my sweet. Speaking of looking out for others, maybe now would be a good time to tackle some of that mail we've received. Always full of good ideas. My dear Lady Beaumont is expert in etiquette and propriety. We get letters from well-mannered people the world over asking how to conduct oneself especially during difficult times like the annual purge. Indeed. But darling, I'm afraid the letters we have are all a bit tardy. The post hasn't been round in a fortnight. Something about the spiders. <laughs> no mind, those we have are still pertinent, yes? Of course, well, except for those regarding the exploding goat trouble. Oh yes, thank goodness that's over. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we do it? Indeed, Foley. Please fetch the mailbag. Uh, be a good man and, and open one from the top of the pile, will you? <laughs> from Margaret Ellsworth. Dear Lady Beaumont, my son James is turning six this Friday. Unfortunately, my father was bitten by a reanimated corpse just yesterday. James desperately wants his grandfather's attendance at the party, but we're not sure how long we have until he turns. Mm. Should we give it a go and risk him rampaging at the celebration, or should we take caution and simply behead him now? Signed, Daughter of the Dead. Oh, 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 oh. Such a sad state of affairs. Typically, the time frame from bite to undead fiend is three days. Of course, other factors such as age or general health can affect how long it takes. Since the party is scheduled for tomorrow, I would think you should be in a safe window. You may, however, wish to be on the lookout for the following from your dad. Guttural moaning, black sticky discharge from the eyes, a pallid or ashen skin tone, an inability to complete simple sentences, various body parts falling off, mm. conspicuous chewing on family pets, Dead giveaway. Mm -hmm, <laughs> and aversion to good hygiene. If the boy's grandfather demonstrates one or more of the prior, be mindful and remove his head from his body as soon as possible. No one would blame you, and for safety's sake, you certainly wouldn't be remiss in simply staking him to a tree or a large pole for the duration of the festivities. No, they could also try this simple test, darling. Break one of his fingers. Mm. Anyone will do. Mm. Try the pinky. If he reacts, he's probably still somewhat human. Wonderful advice, darling. Yes, yes. And now, <laughs> to another letter. Foley! <clears throat> yes, let's see. Uh, exploding goat. Yeah, let's see what else we have here. Um... Exploding goat, uh, exploding goat. Uh, oh, here we are. Uh, dear Lady Beaumont, my betrothed has begun to mutate. He has grown a rather large third eye that shoots laser beams when he's hungry. With rations at an all-time low, I fear for the safety of the pets. Any suggestions? Signed, Fearful for Fluffy. <laughs> 
my dearest fearful, we have mentioned several times on this program how vulgar it is to even point out the mutations of our loved ones. Quite right. Your fear for your pet is, of course, well-founded, but even so, to blame your fiancé for a mutation over which she has no control would be a startling breach of decorum. If, in fact, he has little to no management over his newfound, let's be polite and call it power, (laughs) then you should simply be sure to have him registered immediately. Even so, I would consider a postponement of the nuptials. Wonderful advice, my sweet. (laughs) Thank you, my pet. The first of our guests. (laughs) Foley, won't you attend the door? There we are, and right on time, as this brings us to the end of the show. Thank you all so, so very much for joining us. (laughs) Oh, dear, let me the back. I've got it, darling. Oh, Oh, this is Lady Dana Beaumont, signing off for myself and the Commodore, reminding everyone listening that just because the world is at an end doesn't mean you can't act with the... Most poise and grace. Have a wonderful evening, everyone. (laughs) This has been The Civilized Guide to the Apocalypse, formerly at home with the Beaumonts. Please tune in every week at this time for more with the Commodore and Lady Beaumont. times has this happened to you? Oh no, it's my best friend's birthday coming up and I have nothing to get for him. What is he into? Harry Potter, Dungeons and Dragons, stuff like that. So witchcraft and fantasy, huh? You know it. He also writes in his journal a lot. What does he write? Mainly slash fiction involving Hermione and Dolores Umbridge. (laughs) Have you thought about getting him a personalized journal? I have, but none of them seem special enough. What about one that is bound in leather made from your skin? Wow, that's a great idea. But then again, I am rather attached to my own skin. And that's where Super Happy Industries can save the day. They can? How? By going to their cloning division. That's right, ladies. We here at Super Happy Industries can, for a reasonable fee, use your DNA to create a perfect clone of you to use however you see fit. How does it work? First, we painlessly take a DNA sample right from the center of your spinal column, like so. Ah, Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, Actual pain levels may vary. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we add your DNA to our patented Baker tanks. Oh, yeah, they're great. Set a temperature for 350 degrees and then bake you a new clone in no time. How long will it take? Just until the bell rings. And it's done. There it is. Open up the chamber and... She looks just like me. You just look like... Me. Why does she talk that way? She's only lived for a few minutes. Oh, is she considered human? Not according to the Constitution, no. 
<laughs> I can't wait to have a journal made out of my own clone skin. Oh, no, never mind you. Off you go. Where am I going? <laughs> oh, don't you worry about that. Thanks, Mr. Salesman. Don't thank me. Thank our cloning technology and your disregard for medical ethics. <laughs> Sounds like you'll get your skin leather in no time. Yay! <laughs> Remember, super happy clones have a variety of uses. Use them for organ harvesting, target practice, or sexual fulfillment. With your own clone, you can use the HOV lane whenever you want. Have a boring appointment? Send in your clone. Have you ever sent a clone to hang with me? Have I? <laughs> You're talking to one right now. You're a clone. Yeah, you bet. Wait, so Kate thinks I'm boring? Oh, you betcha. <laughs> and you're not considered human by the Constitution? No. Why do you ask? <laughs> oh, Jesus, you shot me! <laughs> Mr. Salesperson, hmm. am I going to jail? Oh, not today. That's super happy clones. Is it ethical? Who the fuck cares? stop of the tour. Thank goodness. So much blood. Let's do a head count. And two. Plus me, that's three. Perfect. How? How is that perfect? We all made it to the last stop. But we didn't. We didn't what? We didn't all make it. Make it aware. The last stop. Winworth, don't get too excited. Remember your heart. I'm fine, Martha. Look, lady, I've been on some terrible tours before, but this one takes the cake. Well, you're not satisfied with your experience? Satisfied? You're asking me if I'm satisfied? Yes. Are you satisfied? Well, overall, yes. <laughs> we, we, we did see some amazing paranormal things and, and, and people. But the death, the death. The, the mortality rate has been rather high. <laughs> People killed by giant worms, swarming rats, vampires, werewolves, werebears, cursed mirrors, diabolical sand. Don't forget the parasite. Don't even get me started on the parasites. When one fellow was taken down by a, an enchanted chihuahua. <laughs> Lady, I've seen more death tonight than I ever have, and I'm a Vietnam vet. He suffered a lot of flashbacks. How do you people keep in business? Well, word of mouth, mainly. Word of mouth? Word of mouth? You've got to be kidding me. No, not at all. Our Yelp rating is five stars. What's a Yelp? It's an online thingy. Wentworth here doesn't, doesn't do online. Well, I'm going to learn. Because I'm going to yelp all over your perfect five-star rating just as soon as I get out of here. He's very persistent when he's in a mood. Would you like to speak to my supervisor? That is a superb idea. I would love to go meet your supervisor. I understand. Please, follow me. His 
offices through this archway. Lead on. Certainly. Did you Whitworth, wait for me. Come on, honey. Through this way. Oh, this room is dark. Yeah, I can't see anything. Where, where's the light? It seems to be an awfully big room. Oh, wait, my, my eyes are starting to adjust. Oh, mine too. How high is the ceiling? I'm not sure. Wait, wait, I, I see. Are, are, are those stars? Stars? Oh, yes, it, it, it looks like the night sky, but different. Oh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Are we in some sort of cave? No, I'm afraid not. But we are underground, aren't we? You were, but not anymore. Then where on earth are we? That's your first mistake. What do you mean? Thinking you're still on earth. Wentworth? Hey, tour guide, you lead us into this cave with stars on the ceiling and then you close a gate on us. What gives? It's the end of the tour. We don't want any more of the tour. We told you we wanted to see your supervisor. And you are. What was that? You see, the tour is sort of like a filtering system. Each stop culls the weakest from the herd, ensuring that the best is left for the end. The, the end of what? The tour. There must be something special about the two of you. Special? <laughs> yes. It could be your love for each other. It could be the war crimes Wentworth committed in Vietnam. How did you know that? Perhaps it's how you both wished Martha's mom would just go ahead and die so you could get her inheritance. That's not true. <laughs> it doesn't matter why my master chose you. Chose us? What matters is that he finds you delicious. Do you know why all of our Yelp reviews are positive? Why? Because no one who takes the tour leaves alive. No one leaves? You wanted to see my supervisor. Well, he's coming. He is? Are the stars getting... Sir. What are you talking about? The stars, they seem to be moving. Yeah, yeah, I see it too. Oh, uh, that's because those are not stars. What, 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 what are they then? They are the eyes of the elder things. What is that smell? Oh my god! Run, Martha, run! Something has my leg! Martha! Finish with the tour. Send the group down. Okay? Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, um, uh, hello? Hello! What a big group! Yes, my name's the Reverend Orson Pilchuck. <laughs> and we're here for the underground tour. <laughs> Excellent. If you all would just follow me, we'll head over to the beginning of the tour where I can check to see if you have 
all the necessary paperwork. Ready? Follow me. And we're walking. We're walking. This concludes tonight's broadcast of the Super Happy Radio Hour. We hope you enjoyed the show. We are back here on stage next month with more comedy and excitement. Now, how about some love for our super happy players? Adam Arthur, Jenny Bunn, Sarah Feldman, Carrie Kimball Kimsey, Chris Kingsley, Alan Law, Cody McQuirk, Darren Marshall, and Jill Summers. I'm your host, Rodney Smith. Tonight's sketches were written by Adam Arthur, Troy Burnett, Jeff Catanese, Chris Kingsley, and myself, Rodney Smith. Sound designed by yours truly, Rodney Smith. Board operators, Thomas McDermott and Caitlin Lane. Sound. Thomas. Sound engineer, Steve Jenks. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or search for Super Happy Radio Hour on your favorite podcast app. If you like what you saw tonight, please spread the super happy vibe. Get out on the interwebs and tell everyone. And follow us on social media. Thank you for coming tonight. Cadeau and God bless.